0: Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. To our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. The also God, the almighty God, the everlasting Father. Amen. The prince of peace. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The bread of life. The offer and Omega, the beginning and the end. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the door, I am the truth, I am the life. He said, I am who I say I am. Glory to God. We give you praise, now. what? give you praise in this house. Lord, we thank you to come in your presence and hear from you, Lord. We thank you for your presence that lives on the inside of us. Lord, Holy Spirit, we ask you to have your way. But there's nothing that we can do without you. It is through you that we have our movement and our being. Holy Spirit, I ask you to have your way. Let your anointing flow through us in this day. Oh, let your people open your hearts and minds of your people that they might have an understanding. Lord, with this understanding, there's revelation. Lord, so I say, Lord, give understanding. Lord, speak through me that the people might hear and glorify your name. And that the people might be stronger and built up and strengthened and healed and delivered. Holy Spirit, have your way. Amen. We'd like to welcome y'all to love and faith healing ministry, amen. Well, God is doing wonderful things, God God's changing lives. Today's topic is, we been talk about a series of creating your own world. God has given you the ability to create your own world, create the life you want, the things that God has for you, the plans for your life that God has for you is good. Amen. Amen. He said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. He said, I came to give it to you. I've given it to you. You have life. You have life more abundantly. You have it. Amen. We're going to this for and final lesson no of creating your own world. Amen. And we talked about in other series. We talked about how God created the heavens and earth. How he saw in his mind, in his imagination, his thought. And he spoke into existence what he saw. And he said, let there be light. And there was light. He created everything that's in the heavens and the earth. Everything he saw, he said, was good. Because he saw in his imagination, in his thought. And it was good what he had spoken. And then he created man. He said, I'm creating man. He created every little thing with his thoughts and mind, but he also created man in his thoughts and mind, but he created man in his likeness and his image. He created him. Not only he is a walking spirit, but he's a creative spirit. He had the power to create. He had the power and authority to dominate this world and we're living in. God has given you the power. You need to realize that you have power, that you may create in his likeness, in his image. You are just like God. You need to understand, you are just like God in his likeness, in his image. Amen. Everything God is, is in you. Amen. All His love, all His mercy, all His peace, all His wisdom, knowledge, and power is in you. Amen. You don't have to run. You don't have to run from nobody. For God is with you. Amen. Greatest as He is in you, as He is in the world. Amen. Amen. I'm going to start where we left off. I'm going to turn your Bible to James chapter 3. Oh, what a powerful message. James chapter 3 starting in verse 1 he says my brethren let not many of you become teachers knowing that we sh- should receive a stricter judgment verse two mm-hmm. said for we all stumble in many things <laughs> we can be clear that as people and God's people and his creation, we stumble in many things. But James began to get Revelation. He said, if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. If anyone does not stumble in his word, when you do not stumble in your word, you'll be a perfect man. God do not stumble and that's what we talk about this last lesson. Last year, that God do not stumble His Word. God is a God of three words, but he, what He speak, it comes to pass because He believe what He speaks and it has to come to pass. God on not side one day He say this, then the next day He say something else. He be a double tongue God, but God is not a double tongue God. He is not a double minded God. He knows what he wants and he says what he wants and he thinks what he wants, he has what he wants, he speaks and it comes to pass. Amen. Glory to God. He speaks and it comes to pass. He says, A man, if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. He says, If a man don't stumble in word, he's able to bridle his own body, he's able to control. His life, his destiny. He may control the things that come in his life. The Sickness cannot come in his body. Let a man allow it to. You can speak sickness out of your body in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. You have the power to change and control your life and your destiny. What comes in your life is what you have spoken into your life or has been ordained by God. Man who do not stop in his word is a perfect man, able to bridle his whole body, control the things that happen in his life. He's able to control. You have the power through your words to create the life you want. If you want help, speak help. If you want prosperity, speak prosperity in your life. Speak nothing but prosperity. Speak nothing but help. Speak nothing but deliverance. Speak nothing but joy. Your words have power. Proverbs 18 to the 1 says, Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and those indulged eat the fruit of it. You should have what you say. Your words have power. Your word your word create the life you want. He said if a man does not stumble in word, he's able, he is a perfect man able to control throughout his whole body. And verse he said that indeed we he gave this knowledge, he said, indeed we put bits in horse's mouth that we might that it might obey us. And we turn the whole body. He said, you know, I know y'all seen horses on TV. I know y'all probably seen horses in real life. But then you notice the little thing that goes in their mouth? And when a rider be riding a horse and he wants to go left, he turned the horse's head to the left. He uses his mouth, things in his mouth. He turns it to the left. He turns to the right when he goes right. And when he really stop, he pulled back on the horse's mouth. In the horse spot. He controlled the horse through his mouth. In James trying to get this analogy that your mouth has power, your tongue has power. To control, you want to go left or right, stop or go. Blessings or curses is in your mouth. He said the analogy, just like a horse, you control it through his mouth. Then he gave this another analogy, he says, look also at the ships all day. Although they are so large and driven by a fierce wind, they are turned by a very small bro, whatever the pilot desires. He said, look at the ship, even great large ship is controlled by a small string where, and he get not ask not as your mouth, it controls the ship, even though it's low so I said, Lord, what about the fierce wind? Even though the fierce wind, even the boat, you ever seen a boat, even on TV, when the wind begin to blow hard and the boat began, began to try to go but the but the, but the man who's driving the boat, he turns the rope. The captain turns the rope in the direction. No matter what storm in your life. God said, no matter what storm or what thing you face in your life, your words, the words of your mouth can get you through. He said, Apostle, that sounds crazy. Now I'm telling you, no matter what you go through, I'm going to give you a Sabbath. Because that was Jesus and the disciples of the boat. And the, the winds were going high. In the ship and, and Jesus at the bottom of the bunk, sleep and the disciples they begin they began to be afraid and fear of oh, their lives. And they went down and said, Master, 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 wake up! Do you care that we're about the perish? Even though it's the same storm now, it's the same storm. Then God has Jesus has already given them the ability to do whatever they want. He has given them the spirit upon them. They already raised the dead, cast out demons, healed the sick, healed the broken hearted. But this time they found themselves in the midst of the storm. And they woke Jesus up. And Jesus says, this is what Jesus did. He didn't look at the storm. He didn't look at the rain and decide this is going to be the end. He simply got up and said, peace be still. And the storm ceased. So it doesn't matter what you're facing in your life, what storms are in your life, or what are going to you, who are all are you. It don't matter if the whole world against you. It doesn't matter. It don't matter what people say about you. It's not what you say about yourself. Don't matter what it looked like, I can change it with my mouth. David was facing a storm that could destroy them, Jesus got up and rebuked the storm and said, peace be still. And the disciples said, what kind of model man is this? And Jesus said, oh, you're such a little faith. Jesus really said, you could have done what I did. You could have told the storm, peace be still, and the storm would have obeyed you. So what storms in your life that you are having, and you do nothing about it but speak to the storm? Sometimes us, we tell the storm, it get bigger and bigger. Woo, Lord please. Problem not the problem not the problem. These things just keep happening on what it is. You making your storm is bigger. You make it from a rain storm rainstorm to a thunderstorm to a hurricane, by people in Florida and all the other southern nation, Alabama and stuff. Everybody will talk about the devastation of the hurricane, what it could cause, what it could do. Some of the people are gonna be out of this, some of the people gonna be out of life in water, so many things they feel like there was no hope. i am not saying that nobody stand up. But I did not hear one statement of my own say, hurricane cease in the name of Jesus. It was a storm just like the storm with Jesus' day. But Jesus spoke to the storm. How many times are you talking to your storm? or are you talking about your storm? There's a difference between talking about the storm. The disciples talking about the storm. They were talking about death. They was already killed. It's going to kill us. They were, they were speaking death. They were speaking something that they didn't want to happen to, but they were speaking it. But Jesus spoke what could happen. And when he spoke, happened it came to pass. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So, also the question if I want to speak to my songs in my life. Or I'm going to let my song have their way in my life. Or I'm going to speak to my song. Or I'm going to speak to my situation. How many times would you let the situation go about and just take us out? This song take it out. Oh my Lord, what am I do? God is saying, and Jesus saying, speak to your song. Speak to your situation. Speak we talked about another series how they believe and spoke God believed and he spoke Jesus believed and he spoke the disciples believed and they spoke we believe and we speak amen glory to God the question is what are you saying that's the question you must ask yourself what am I saying because my words has power. What I'm saying about my situation is I'm keeping my situation though is I'm taking my hill and making it a mountain or I'm killing the hill and making it flat. Amen. Somebody said I need to make it flat. It doesn't matter what the storm looks like. It don't matter how big the problem is in your life. You have the power to change it. Amen. Glory to God. But this is good. This is awesome. You have the power to change things in your life. The question is, what are you speaking? It says, it says, driven by a furious wind, and they are turned by various water, small oil, whatever the pilot desire. Whatever the pilot desire, even though there's a storm, they're it in the sea. It says, it doesn't matter. As long as the pilot, wherever the pilot desire, that's where the ship went. No matter the storm in your life. No matter what is happening in your life, you have the power as the pallet. Say, I'm the pilot of my life. You understand that? I'm the pilot of my life. And whatever I desire is going to come. Whatever I desire is going to come. Say, I'm a pilot. I'm Amen. Glory to God. Say, I'm the pilot of my life. Amen. Glory to God. He said, what the pallet desire. Like? Even so the tongue is a little member in both great feet. Say, I grade a four little five kindles. And the tongue is a five a word of iniquity. The tongue is so set upon our milk. It defiles the whole body. The tongue devours the whole body. The Bible said, Jesus said, it ain't what goes in the body devours the man, but what comes out of him. Devours the, the whole body. It said, the course set on fire, the course of nature, and it's set on fire by him. Your life, the things, it set your life on a destiny. It set your life on a course. The, the word that you speak on a daily basis, set Set your life on a course, on a journey. What you have been speaking is going to come to pass in your life. Take a checklist. Take a checklist. Look back on your life and see what you've been speaking about and see if it come to pass. Yes, the things you have been speaking has come to pass in your life. Amen. It says, for every kind of beast and bird and reptile and creature sees tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unbeliever. Man cannot control his own tongue, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Through the daily power. With he said, "I want you to get this verse." He said, "With this, we bless our God, that Father. With this, we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God." He said, "Out of this, out of the same mouth proceed blessing and curses." He didn't say it might Blessing might come or curses might come. He said blessings. And curses come out your mouth. Yeah. He said, Blessings come out of your mouth and curses come out your mouth. We talked about it the other week how we want a house and we pray we we pray pray to God to speak things into existence. Oh Lord, I want a house and we speak it and we believe it, then we turn around and say, Oh no Lord I don't know how this is going to work out. In the house got to go right back. The house said, I want to come, but I don't either, I don't know what, you don't even know what you want, so I I, I don't know whether to come or stay. And the same thing with, with your blessings or It doesn't know. It's only activated. Your blessings activated when you speak. Your curse is activated when you speak. Say, so I am going to be the title of my life. You need to be the power of your life. Amen. amen. Like he said, blessings do come from your mouth. And curses do come from your mouth. It, it, you, you can't change that. Blessings and curses come out of our mouth. It's right there in the text. If God said, blessings come from your mouth, and then blessings and curses come out of your mouth. Amen. 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 Glory to God. It's an awesome blessing. I'm telling you something. If people get a hold of this, the world is not going to be the same anymore. Proverbs 18. The one says, gentle words brings life and help. It says, gentle words bring life and help. Yo, know, gentle words can 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 uplift somebody. Hey, you ever see somebody down and you say some encouraging words to them? Somebody going through something, and you tell them. You can do all things through Christ Jesus Spirit to you. That you are a mighty warrior, a mighty hero, that you're more than a car. You're gonna get through this. You know what happened to that person? Something rose in the joy beginning to come in, there, in their mind, their face. They begin to smile. They be saying, if the storm is moving now, it's, the storm is gone now. Because they spoke it. Gentle words bring life and health. But a deceitful tongue curses the spirit. You know, someone, you can be in a good mood. I think you, you can be in a good mood. Somebody come and upset your day with the wrong words. Hey, hey, y'all been in a good mood. Y'all gotta be honest I know, I know it's true because I live life. You can be in a good mood. Somebody come and say something negative and it'll your whole day. How is this possible? If words don't have power to create the word you want. If it was in the old days because a free words were spoken and it changed your life at that moment. It's just that simple. Your world, your word create the, your world. Your words create the life you want. We have to understand that creating our world involves us. In the Bible, we speak on the It's a Bible about what we believe and what we speak. Amen? I want you to turn your Bible to a... We're talking about the general world bringing life and hell. I want you to turn your Bible to a Proverbs 18 and 4. Amen? Proverbs 18 and 4. You got say amen. It said the words of a man's mouth are deep waters, and the words being a is a blowing fruit. The word water represents life. It represents blessings. It said deep waters. The words of a man, mouth are deep water. Free in the words between the wind or the flowing brook. Did it bring forth blessing? The words that a man that's high, they that hide in his heart, deep in his heart, that, the heart, that he believed, bring blessings. It brings blessings. Your words bring blessings. Your mouth speaks blessings or curses over your own life. Amen. It's like deep water. It's deep moving. It's like world screen of wisdom and blow, blow. You know you know you see you know itself, you know do water You don't think water that's how I think sometimes I see people in Africa who they have water, but they dig a, a pipeline, they dig a distance and they flow water come through. And if you receive water, it can be dirty water, but it was water. And it was so it was so refreshing. If the people have it they saw water. Amen, you know it better by the water because water replenishes you. Water builds you. Water brings forth life. Your mouth brings forth blessing. Your mouth brings forth life. It also brings forth death and curses. Amen? Why don't you turn to uh, Proverbs 21, 23 real quick. Amen. Glory to God. verse 21-23 it said whoever guards his mouth and tongue keep his soul from trouble whoever guard his mouth and tongue keep his soul from trouble so I need to control my mouth whoever control their mouth whoever guard their mouth and tongue keep his soul from trouble if you don't keep your your life out of trouble, your kids out of trouble, it's through your mouth. Huh? Well, it's right there in the text. Let me read it again so you understand. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keep his soul from trouble. You get to watch what you say, T You just can't just be talking. We need to learn how to talk. Don't just talk to be talking. God just don't be talking to me, talking. He, he's not a gossiper. What if God was a gossiper? Boy, world be messed up. he was in I'm trying to tell you something. Your words has power. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keep his soul from trouble and you want to keep your life out, you want to keep being in trouble you want, watch what you say. If you want to keep yourself from trouble in your life, shut your mouth. Guard your mouth. I'm just not going to sit here and just talk about anybody. I'm not just going to open my mouth, just be talking and gossip and lying. But if I would say, well, it was about to the word, sin is near. Guard your mouth. You can be in their workbook. I know since you can tell you about it, they place. When we get to run out of their mouth, they get, begin to talk about this and that and, and see what happens when they talk curses. Now, what turmoil? You see what turmoil is when the words are not spoken in blessing. But when you see words spoken in blessing, in the form of blessing, you see the opposite. We need to guard our God. David said best in Psalms, of Psalm one, Psalm one forty one three. He said "Lord, set a guard." He said "Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth." David said, "Lord, I need you to watch over my mouth." Why would David say, Lord, Lord, "Lord"? I don't think David could be after this time. David said, "Lord." Keep a guard over my mouth. David understood that death and life and the power of God. David understood that the things that happened to create his life because of what he had said. He said, "Lord, keep a watch over my mouth. And keep watch over the, the door of my lips. Don't let my mouth say anything that contradicts your word. Don't let nothing come out of my mouth that contradicts." the things that you had ordained for me in my life. Lord, watch over my mouth. Somebody, all of you to pray, Lord, watch over my mouth. you need to make that statement right now. Lord, watch over my mouth and guard my lips. Amen. We see it, but here things David understood that life They understood that the things that happened in life because what he had been speaking. We say, Lord, it's enough. I am enough. I need you to watch over my mouth. You go out of my heart. I want you to turn your Bibles to uh, Matthew fifteen, and eleven, amen. You got it, said you got it, amen. He said, It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Jesus began to explain to disciples, because all the Pharisees, us, you talk about they eat with unwashed hands, and Jesus said, There ain't nothing that goes into the stomach. Whatever you eat, or drink, or whatever that consumes in the mouth does the devolve the body, but what goes into the mouth it comes out and it comes out through your waist. It comes out of that other hole at the bottom of your booty cheek, you know what I'm talking about, amen? It said, it goes out. He said, well, what defiles of man is what comes out of his mouth what defiles you what destroys you it comes out of your mouth what hinders you is what comes out of your mouth the only thing is stopping you is your mouth say my mouth is stopping me but no longer will my mouth stop me from now on I will speak God's word in his truth and the blessing will come upon my life amen you got to be like that You got to pray, Lord, watch over oh, my mouth. Amen. I know that time we just say some things, we say some crazy, negative, ignorant stuff. And it comes through in our life. But he, Jesus said, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles man, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles him. Oh, it's no food that defiles. It's no food that make you sick. It's about what you believe. What Jesus said, if you be thankful for it, it's good to eat. I don't care what it is. It can be hard, mouth sickness. You say, well, that's not going to get high blood pressure. Well, that's what you believe. Because the doctor said, get high blood pressure, you take it in the you, you accept that. We accept what the doctor said, but we don't accept what God said. God said, if you get you thank. it is good to eat no matter what it is. So I'm not gonna have high blood because I eat pork. I eat pork because I can eat pork because God cleans it, amen. I eat bacon all my life. It was, well, your probably got high blood pressure. I don't care about my family. I had high blood pressure. I don't got high blood pressure. I ain't got no diabetes. My body is healthy. My mind is healthy. Everything about me is healthy. Just with a long life, when he satisfied me, you need to understand I speak these things because these are things that I want to appear in my life. What do you want in your life? You're going to be the liar of the devil. You're going to believe God's word. Amen. He who is sick, let him say I'm well. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I'm gonna give you a couple of examples of how man himself, through the power of God that used words and create had created power. Your words had created power. would you turn, the first thing you are gonna look at is, is Luke chapter three. Amen. Amen. I mean Acts chapter three, amen. Acts chapter three. It's a proof of the pudding, amen. Everybody wants a proof. They show me the proof, Apostle. Show me the proof. Show me the proof. Amen. I'd be glad to show you the proof. Hey, amen. I just did this life-changing. Hey, maybe call this story about the lame man. that was started said. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the night hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called (laughs) Bichor. Same routine, amen. Same routine, same thing, no expectation. The Lord said we had some expectation in our life, amen. It says, freedom to ask alms from those who enter the temple who sent Peter and John about to go into the temple and for all And this man been sitting there dating all his life. He 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 was born crippled. And all the days of his life people took him to the place called Beautiful. The place Beautiful. And he sat there not entering the temple, not going through the gate, but he sat at the gate dating and no one spoke to man. No one, saw, everybody saw this man's condition, and they said, this is the way life has to be. Not only did the people say this is life had to be, but the man who laid there at the gate daily thought this is all that life has to offer him. And he asked about, and so he began to ask Peter and John, Fixing his eyes on them, asking for money, asking for arms. He said, "He began to ask him for money." But Peter began, to "Watch what Peter began to say." And he says, "Verse And fixed his eyes over here, what John and Peter said, "Look at us." So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then watch what Peter said. Then Peter said, then Peter said, silver and gold. I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you." Uh-oh. Peter said, Silver gold I do not have, but what I do have. Now, all this time kind of people get, man, silver gold, they get money and everything, and they still haven't changed his life. But the Bible said, David, they laid him in the gates. And in life and the condition have not changed, even though he received money, the thing that he desired, he did not receive because the people only, get, people gave him what he didn't need. People said, said this all you will be about your life. You might well accept it. You're always going to be crippled. You're never going to have things. you never go into the temple and worship the living God and give him thanks and glory. But Peter, John, said, Peter said, and go, I do not have. He said, but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> Rise up and walk. He said, silver and gold, I do not have, but what I do have, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, get up, rise up, and walk. Listen to the word that Peter spoke to him. He spoke only the word in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. He said, rise up, and walk. And he took him the right hand on fellowship and lifted her up and immediately his feet in the anchor bone received strength. So he went leaping up and stood up and walked and entered the temple with them walking and leaping and praising God. The one thing he was denied Peter and John gave it. Peter said in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now the man will have to ask for arms. Um. He don't have to sit there and All the things that have been holding back all his life because of what he believed. He believed that his situation had to stay the same. But somebody had enough faith. I'm talking about two apostles. I'm talking about Peter and John. beginning to look into his eye and he tell him, no, you will not sit here, David, no more to I, What God has for you is greater than what you're saying right now. And he said this time, Rise up and walk, and the man got up walking, leaping, and praising God and walking with the temple. The thing that he'd been denied his whole life has now came to pass because of faith filled words. Amen. Your word has power. That's why I say the name of Jesus, gonna, and I believe and I speak because in that name of Jesus, the name that was given between that's above everything, that's in heaven, in the earth, and below the earth. You will have to say, "Do you believe? Believe and speak." The man would like this his whole life. Sit there daily without any hope. No one gave him word of encouragement. But they sent there and said, This is all you're going to This is all you'll ever have. Because they believed that. The man sat daily at the gate. But two faith filled me. Do their words have not? They saw Jesus speak. They walked with Jesus, They saw him speak. They, they believed what Jesus told them. The question, is, the question you have to ask yourself, do you believe what Jesus says to you about your situation? Do you believe the word of God? Do you believe this? Amen? God is awesome, man. He is so awesome. You see, I saw two men who spoke this man. This man was lying from birth. He never walked into him. When he was a baby, he never experienced walking and leaping. But the power of words in the name of Jesus United, this man received something that he'd been longing for. That the money that he didn't given, the silver glory that he had, had no impression on him. Like the day he jumped and leaped and walked into the tomb, his whole life changed through the power of words. Amen. Turn to Luke chapter 7. I'm going to show you a Zachary here. This is a Zaporizhia. We heard it many times. We saw But we're going to see what Jesus said about the situation. We're going to see about what he said. Luke chapter 7, starting verse 1. Amen. It says, Now when he concluded all his sin in the hearing of his people, he entered Capernaum in a certain saturn servant. Who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. This man on a deathbed, amen. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent the elders of the Jews to him and pleaded with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one of whom for whom he should do this was deserving. They thought he was deserving. For he loved our nation. They tried to get him to, they try to get Jesus to uh, comply because this man had done great things. You don't have to do great things or this of so of God to bless you. But you see, for he loved our nation, he had built us as Son of God. Then this is what then Jesus went with them. And when he, when he was already not far from the house, the tourist sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself. Yes, and the people say he deserved it. He began to say, I'm not worthy." He said, I'm not worried that you should enter under my roof. He didn't think he deserved it. None of us deserve it, but God is graceful to all. Amen. Glory to God. He said, you should not enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. He But he said, but say the word. He said, I, I, I don't need to come to my house. Am I, I, I I'm not good enough to be in your prison? But if you just say the word. He said, but if you just say the word. If you, if you just say the word. He said, but if you just say the word, and my servant would be here for I, am, for I also am a man placed under authority. Having soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. He, the, the satirian soldier knew that he had authority, he knew Jesus had authority, and you need to realize that all authority has been given to you in heaven and earth, Said I have authority, my king I am part of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God is in me, but the Bible said the kingdom of God rules everything that's in heaven, in the earth and below the earth, and he says search, he said you don't have to go search for the kingdom of God over there in Africa you don't have to go to Jerusalem, you don't have to go to Egypt, you don't have to go for the the kingdom of God is in with you see the kingdom of God is in you, and the kingdom of God rules everything in heaven, in the earth, and the earth. So hold up, wait a minute somebody can say, well stop, hold up, wait a minute then I have some power, I have to get an authority, or if the Satan and all his devil and all this I have to get an authority to speak things into my life he said I know, he said if I am a man placed on authority and I have soldiers under me and I say come. And I say to one go and he goes until another he comes and to he come and to the servant do this and he does it. And when Jesus heard these things, he marveled. Jesus marveled at the servant words of the servant. He said he marveled. Any word, the word word marvel be. He was amazed. Jesus was astonished at this man's faith. That the man believed that if you just say a word, then it's gonna be done. But the saturn soldier knew authority. He knew the power of word. He understood and he said, If you just say the word, and Jesus said, I have this. He said, and when Jesus heard this, then he marveled in him. And he turned around and he said to the crowd, Jesus said, you want to have the faith of God. You want to be like God. You want to act like God. You want to have the faith of God. He said, I'm going to say, in all of Israel I haven't saw not one who had this type of faith. He turned around and said to the crowd, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who were sent returned to the house and found the seven world who has been sick. He said, If you just say the word, it'll be done. It don't matter what you, if I'm in Little Rock or Stuttgart right now, if somebody in Alaska is sick, I can send forth his word and they'll heal in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I remember, it's a long time, I remember back in 2007, I went to visit my father D.L. O'Deal. and this woman, remember, was called and asked for prayer, she was on a sick bed, but it looked good for her, and one thing my father said, my dad said, uh, I need you to pray for this, they called me, and they, this woman is sick on her bed, and we need to pray. And I said, She'll heal in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. She's healed. Thirty seconds later, he got a phone call back, and the woman was healed in the name of Jesus. Somebody says they need to speak the word. Speak the word. And my dad looked at me. And he said, I know who you are. He said, You are a missionary. That's you are. You are a missionary from God. I'm a apostle of Jesus Christ, amen. Glory to God, amen. And I'm not about time. I'm just messed up about people who get to understand who they are in Christ. i come to deliver. i come to hear. i come to train at the body of Christ to walk forward It is the sons and daughters of God. You don't have to just settle for less. You have the power to change your life. You can create the life you want. You can create the world that you want to live in. Just speak it. Believe and speak it. Genesis 49. He spoke over. Jacob spoke over all his kids' life. He spoke over all 12 children in life. And everyone, he spoke over their life. He blessed them prophesied their life. And everything that happened to them, happened to them. Of the promises that he gave them. Say, I need to speak on my children in life. If you want your kids to be successful in serving God, speak that. If you want your kids to be healed, speak that. If you want your kids to be smart, speak wisdom. For the Bible says, Jesus, God said, if a man lack wisdom, let him ask. Somebody be the to ask. He didn't give it to you. Amen. Speak the word. You can create the world you want. This is serious. you can create what you want in your life. Said, I got to believe it, I got to speak it. The thing that you've been speaking has come into your world. Death and life are in the power of tongue. You should be satisfied by the fruits of your lips. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. This is about the end of the day, it's about creating your own world. But you have the power to create your own world. believe and speak we saw this during soldier he knew understood authority he understood the power of words he said Jesus just speak the word if you just speak the word Jesus didn't come lay hands on him. he just spoke the word he trusted him He knew the problem. Jesus was astonished at the man's faith. When are the children of God going to walk around as the sons and daughters of God and start speaking things into existence? I remember one time, I I was one Saturday morning, I'm just going to testify at the end of this sermon. But I was walking out of the apartment building and I began to walk through, and I saw this woman. I'm going to take I've to be truthful with you. I saw this woman. I know she was kind of intoxicated and I know she was crying. And I said, Lord, I, I had a selfish heart. I had to believe. I have to say it. I had to be real with everybody. Uh, uh, my life, would be, my heart always said I would be an open book. Amen. I'm running this. Bull. I got I to show sure the good and the bad. Amen. I just can not show all the sure my good and not show sure it my bad. I'm not, I'm not a real person. I'm going to show you my good, I'm going to show you my bad, but anyway, as I saw the woman, i was like, man, I don't feel like talking to this woman right now, but I began to walk by the woman, I saw tears in her eyes, I had a little little sympathy, but God said, turn around, but God said, turn around, I turned around, I didn't know what God wanted me to say at the time, but I walked to the woman, she was talking about her boyfriend, who was a friend of mine, and uh, he said, they got me in jail, you're going to go to prison, I don't want to do, we had a fight, and God said, the Spirit of God rose me he said, speak to the situation. I said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, your husband will be free from the jail cell. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command that jail cells to free him right now. Jail cell free. Him. Open doors. I command you, the jailers, to open the doors. It was Saturday, Monday, we went to court. <laughs> and we went to court. She thought she was thinking her out maybe he would go to prison. But oh, we in that court session. I went to court, I went to court, and the judge came, the man came up to court, and the judge said, I'm dropping all charges. Hallelujah! The woman dropped up in the courtroom, and she took the courtroom, she began to go out, and I began to go behind her, and she said, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You said it, 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 you said it. You said it. You said it. My husband was freed from that jail cell. Because of the spoken word, God, because I've been given authority, power over the heavens and the earth, and below the earth, for God is with me. The kingdom of God is in me. You understand? Know you had the power to change lives. You had the power. That's why God, don't understand why we're not doing so much good, so much work in the world because He has given so much authority and power to change lives, and we do nothing about it. All we do is curse the world, curse the world with our mouth. You had the power to change lives. You have the power to change your own life. So if you see someone in need. I want you to know that God has given you the ability and the power to change their lives. Amen. You always do good work. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We like to work with you love and faith. When we say goodbye this day. Remember that faith comes by hearing. By hearing by the word of God. And I can change life through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the word of God. For the words I speak this day. We're all blessed. The whole world is uproar. The whole Christian family has got awakened. This day, boy, we'll no longer be set around like I will But we're going to walk as the sons and daughter of God. The world is going to see God in a mighty way. The miracles going to happen daily in our life. People are going to see where this comes from. And the people of God are going to say, God himself is the same today. It's yesterday evening and forevermore. He is the same God. He has not changed. And you need to walk as the father and daughter of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your God. Goodbye. Apostle Kirk, you come to Bible love you, baby. May God bless you for the blessing of God is upon your life. Amen. Bless the people with your mouth. Amen. God bless you. Glory to God. Amen.